When you start investing in stocks, you seek investment advice. When you seek investment advice, you go to the Internet. When you go to the Internet, you start believing all the wacky correlations spouted by armchair analysts. When you start believing those wacky correlations, you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh. When you start buying and selling stocks based on butter production in Bangladesh, you offend your lactose intolerant girlfriend, who in turn moves out. When your girlfriend moves out, you can't afford rent on your own because all your money is tied up in the stock market. When you can't afford rent on your own, you become homeless and alone. Thank you. Don't become homeless and alone. Get rid of financial advice from armchair analysts and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, here with Casey Smith and Jarrett McKenzie. If I can get this music to turn off, I'll be a whole sorry, lot just let it ride, man. you got the fade going. I like it. Butter in Bangladesh. Butter. Yeah, it's I like absolutely it. You don't right. want to upset yeah. that lactose intolerant girlfriend. No, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> absolutely. It's uh, almost as fun as listening about your awesome assets. Yes. Well. Troy, Don't get him started on all terrains, Troy. Okay. Yeah, the all terrains. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't never you... get stuck. Ever. <laughs> can you uh, uh, can you look at that watch while you're driving the all terrain? I don't have to. I can talk to it, and it talks back. Oh, so, you know. Man, so that's why I got it. This guy's that way I could drive he's, and talk at the same time. He's a family man, all right? It's he's, safety first with him. Yes, exactly. He's, he's a high-tech redneck. That's, that's right. That's exactly what he is. There you go. All well right. put. Yeah. Uh, guys, we don't have any recorded questions this week, but what we do have is quite a few questions about stocks. Uh, first up, here we go. Tim from Snellville says, uh, I know you're iffy on the whole subscription concept services, especially if they don't have original content. Still, I want to know what you think of Pandora. I'd like a, uh, to gift this to my nieces and nephews, but I also don't want them holding a loser. Um, Pandora. It's a music. Uh, is it an app? Yeah, I guess it is an app. Yeah, streaming uh, streaming music service. Right. Um, you know, online. I guess they're through an app or through the web. Uh, however you want to access it. Right. Uh, yeah, you can you can get it free. You just have to endure a few advertisements yeah. and. Uh, not surprising. This and most every uh, other internet-based uh, um, company is going to be. An advertising company, yeah, basically. Absolutely. So, um, you know, when you think about Pandora, uh, you you uh, wind up with um, uh, just that. You got a, a company whose revenues are growing like crazy. It's not uncommon to see that uh, revenues growing at 29 and a half percent over the last three years, uh, but they don't make any money. Yeah, that's a problem. Five-year <laughs> earnings growth negative five. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 3.19%. Return on assets, negative 28%. Return on, earn, on uh, equity, return on equity, negative 53%. I cannot, in my right mind, tell anyone to buy stock, shares of a, a company that uh, is, is doing just that. Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder what, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who use Pandora. I mean, it, it's a, a good service. It, it's, it provides... Uh, 
some entertainment value. I'm not going to pay for the subscri- subscription because I don't mind putting up with a few ads every now and then. But if they're getting, with they're getting the revenue from the ads, yep. um, I guess just the the operational expenditures are, are causing them to not be profitable. Yeah, so it's a good point. Uh, three-year revenue growth, I said 29.5% basically. Uh, operating exp- expenses are growing at 21%. Yeah. And they're they're not making money on top of that. So your your uh, expenses are growing as quickly or almost as quickly as your revenue. It might take a while for you to overcome the deficit that is uh, your bottom line. It's a pretty saturated market, too. There's a lot of services out there that do the same thing um, and, and are even more successful at it. Spotify comes to mind, some others, um, you know, that, that offer – free versions as well as subscription versions, Apple Music. I mean, there, there's, you name it, everybody's got their version. Google Play, I think, has one. They're, they're sort of a dime a dozen in that space. So um, not a, probably not something I would go out and buy this, this stock just yeah. to buy the stock. Absolutely not. Um, surely you can find something else that your nieces enjoy, uh, whether it be Internet-based or not. Um, that's the Disney? profitable company. Disney, oh, maybe? yeah, absolutely. Disney, there's there's quite a few of them out there. Um so uh, we're telling you, do not buy Pandora. And to your point, I mean, Apple Music, Google Play, these are both companies that offer streaming services much like Pandora. Yep. Those are both recommended positions by, our, you know, in our models. And so I would say that that would be a good alternative to consider, Tim, if you've got, uh, you know, something. If you're looking to gift something like this to your nieces and nephews, maybe consider something along those lines and not, you know, a, a company quite so uh, unprofitable, we'll yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. I haven't met a kid yet that doesn't enjoy to hanging out and looking at the iPad. Well, that's like Casey and I. You know, we've got some we've got some iWatches here that have uh, that come out recently, and you know, the, the Apple Music comes through these things. There's added benefits of these streaming services that uh, you know these competitors are starting to offer that tend to entice, especially the, the younger generations, uh, towards stuff like that. And I know for me, even that's a, a really big added benefit to just having the streaming music service in general. Yeah, Jarrett. Um, you got any other assets you'd like to brag about before we go? Keep that for the next segment. <laughs> okay, awesome. We're going to waste them all just on remember one. That. All right, guys, uh, we do have quite a few more questions. And if you have financial questions you would like to have uh, answered on the air, you can reach us at 770-429-9166. We're also available on various uh, social media outlets. Uh, what do we got? We got a Facebook page. Facebook, I know we got LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's right. What else is there? Uh, Can you pull it up on your watch here, buddy? I can, but we don't have time for all that. (laughs) Processor's a little... The podcast, I will will, uh, always try to plug the the podcast. Yeah, for for those of you that aren't listening to this on the podcast right now, that's uh, actually, that's a pretty interesting way to listen to it. Casey and I know, and maybe even Troy listen back on on that. And uh, it's it's great because you can, you can, you know, fast forward, rewind, listen to something maybe you didn't understand very well the first time or something like that. It's uh, it's a good medium. Step it up so it doesn't sound like we talk slow from from the south. Just speed it up. So one and a half, even two times speed. Two times. If you really want to get crazy. Sound like. Yeah. Financial advice from the chipmunks. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Awesome. So uh, we've got another question here. Alan from Ackworth asks, how often should I meet with my financial advisor? We just signed on with an advisor. Uh, He's not managing our money, but he's giving us uh, the plan and the recommendations. Obviously, we'll go in uh, if there are major changes, but how often should we meet with my advisor just as a checkup? We pay hourly for his services. Guys, got an answer for that? One? Well, first of all, come on, Alan. How you're calling or writing to Money Talks 
talking about another financial advisor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. let me, deal know, with the program. Come, yeah, come see yeah, us. Sure, and you we'll check all your options you as often as you like. That's right. Yes. No, like I, talking to your girlfriend about your other girlfriend is that the way it is? Or yeah, <laughs> I guess. If, if only we remembered those days. Huh? Well, Alan, look, I, I don't think that there is a uh, you know a, a general answer here because there's not going to be one that applies to the masses. I mean, I think maybe the one that does more closely is just that as often as needed. You know, while yeah, you might be paying hourly for services and you want to keep your cost low. Uh, visiting or communicating with your advisor too often could become costly. So you want to kind of find a good balance. But, you know, as things change in your life and and life's changing around all of us all the time, uh, you want to make sure that those changes are not affecting your financial plan and or your investment allocation. And so, uh, you know, you want to keep in, in regular contact uh, with your advisor if possible. And so, you know, generally uh, we like to see our clients at a minimum of, of one time a year. But, you know, for the fact of the matter is a lot of those clients I'd say we see multiple times a year or at least try and talk with just to keep an open line of communication. It really helps to keep you on the same page with him or her. Yeah, most of our clients are paying us a, a fee for assets under management. So we don't necessarily limit the amount of, of contact or, you know, face-to-face meetings or anything like that. It's really as often as as necessary. What we find generally happens is we meet quite frequently in the very beginning of the relationship, you know, the first year or so. We're meeting several times to, you know, gather the information, to present the plans, to help decide which plan we're going to follow, and then just the regular investment reviews, you know, after that. And then as clients become more comfortable with us and what we're doing in our investment philosophy and style, then those kind of taper off as they don't feel the the need to meet quite as often because they're comfortable. Uh, and so that's generally sort of the natural progression of things. You try to meet more often in the beginning, and then it sort of naturally tapers off. But but um, if you are paying hourly, then we you know obviously that's a little bit of a different dynamic um, where you do want to keep your costs in mind. But uh, I think that the same philosophy applies. You want to make sure that you're meeting or at least communicating with your advisor often enough so that you're comfortable and you understand what's going on, what the investment strategies are, and and uh, you know they should be giving you some kind of uh, investment policy document that outlines what your uh, strategies are so that you can kind of keep up with it on your own as well. Yeah, and if, look, if a, if a constant line of communication or maybe a more often line of communication is going to make you more comfortable, then maybe talk to your advisor about uh, a percentage of assets management fee or some other type of, of way of compensating them so that you can have more frequent contact with them because, you know, frankly, I, I would say the industry average, and I don't know if you would agree, KC, but, you know, is is let's just call it 1%. If, if you're paying someone 1% and you get to talk to them or communicate with them as frequently as you want to without paying additional fees, and let's just say they can get you a 3 or 4% dividend, uh, you know, just by, by having you invested in the stuff that they do, that's not including any financial planning services or other service that you might get from them, then, yes, while you might, you might pay more as a percentage of your assets than what you'd pay if you were just paying hourly, might you still look at it as if, look, if I'm paying somebody $2,000 a year and that's 1%, if they're making me 4 or 5%, then that's eight or $10,000 a year. The question is more so, would I pay them 2000 to make me 10000 But if the answer to that's yes, then and you're just relating that to performance and or, you know, just this dividend, well, then you could kind of view the rest of the services that they are providing you with as sort of just on top of that. It's, it's sort of icing on the cake. Uh, so while I know people tend to, to steer away from a percentage of assets type compensation sometimes, uh, if this communication is an important factor to you, I would encourage you to maybe talk to them about an engagement along those lines so that you can 
can, in fact, get the communication level that you want while also still being able to achieve a rate of return that is justifiable uh, against the fee that you ultimately pay that advisor. Another thing, Alan, uh, you just asked us a question, and we answered it. And if you have questions that um, that you might not uh, want to uh, deal with, something something that's simple uh, or uh, quick that we could handle on the air, we'd be happy to answer those as well. Yeah. And uh, we do have a website, as I mentioned before, and, and there's quite a few resources on the website that uh, – that could answer some of your questions. Obviously, everybody's situation is a little bit different, but uh, quite often the, the uh, videos and the, uh, the writings that we put on our website are geared toward uh, some of the more generic, you know, questions that some that anyone might encounter. So uh, you can always feel free to hit that up. As we said earlier, Hensler.com. So uh, um, you know, use your resources and. Uh, if you uh, if you're still not getting satisfied, you can always give KC or Jared a call seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. Yeah, and we, you know we we do an initial consultation free of charge anyway, so we, we'll be happy to sit down with you, answer whatever questions we can, uh, and then kind of give you some guidance as to what we think the best next steps would be. And if that in- involves running a financial plan, we can give you some idea of what the cost of that would be. If it involves just uh, you know. Uh, putting together an allocation for you. We can certainly do that, reviewing your current investments. I mean, there's a, an array of services that we provide, and, and we can kind of point you in the right direction and give you our uh, unbiased opinion as far as what we think you should do in terms of how to proceed and, and you know, where to seek advice. And if that's not with us, then so be it. You know, we're, we're here to help, um, you know, and if we can give you, point you in the right direction, then we've done uh, what we're set out to do. Well put. There you go. All right. Uh, we really don't have much time for another call or for another uh, question to be answered, but uh, uh, I will wedge this one in here. Uh, where it's uh, Ira from Sandy Springs says, "Where do you think international stocks are headed?" Uh, obviously, they've. Uh, if you look at what's happened since uh, since the uh, end of last year, beginning of this year, uh, they've outperformed. If you look at what's going on with uh, with uh, uh, companies overall, uh, the uh, international stocks look cheaper than our domestic. I think it's probably a, a good place to invest at the moment. Uh, that's going to do it for this show. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Jared, quick. It's going down. Up. Up. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.